I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Suzanne. And we are best friends and business partners who understand how our lives and our work are intertwined. And we talk about the challenges that are up for us because just like you, we're trying to get better all the time. You will now be placed into conference. So Suzanne, I was kind of sorry that we couldn't make it into the studio today, but you know, I'm just... As the year ends, and this may continue as an alarming trend on my end, I just I just love working from my house. I love just like doing everything and pretty much everything from my house. There there are some days where I don't step out of the house. I think that so, we both could be agoraphobic. We could be, and we could be shut-ins. But you know what's great about that? You can still have a podcast as a shut-in. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good medium for us for that reason. It is. And also, that makes me think of the other thing we have in common, which is the subject for today's episode. You and I cannot relax at the end of the day until everything around us is in order. That was sort of what we came to understand together, like maybe 15 years ago, it was like, oh, you, you also have that problem, like cleaning the kitchen or making sure all the drawers are closed in my bedroom. Everything has to be like, just so, or I simply can't relax. It's so crazy that that was something that we shared immediately, like how comforting it was to know that we were the same way. It is definitely a, a, a broader issue and a more commonly shared issue than just you and you and me and our bizarre quirks. It's not really a quirk. I mean, I can tell you just from my kids and from talking to my friends that everybody's got something and it's tends to be in a pattern, a thing that they have to do, and they know what it is before they can relax. And, you know, in the next segment of our conversation, we're going to talk about not only examples of what that means for us, but we're going to offer ways um, for you to understand more clearly what that is for you so that you can relax. We're not talking about cleaning today as much as we're talking about how, over time, our understanding of what it takes 
to get to a point of relaxation has evolved. Let me just say how I discovered this most recently. I was I had just had a huge two-day meeting in Washington and there was a shit ton to do at the back end of it. Big big a big report that was due and some write-ups and and then there were the little things to do like thank you notes to all the people who had been involved and just like little tiny cleanup things to do. I have a 3-hour train ride from Washington back to New York Penn Station. And it's late at night, and I'm thinking, God, I've just been on for two days. I should really sleep. I was just exhausted. But I couldn't. I could not relax until I got one thing done. And I scanned. Because I was so tired, I didn't think about it. I didn't think, um, well, what should I do first? It wasn't an intellectual exercise. I just scanned my body. What do I need to get off my plate in order for me to relax. And I discovered that in my feeling scan, it was actually the little tiny thank you notes to every single person that I had interviewed on the stage for the last two days. That if I just got little thank you notes out to everybody, I could relax. And you'd think it was going to be like, let me just get this big report off my plate, or let me just start on the write-up of the day. No. And I did them. It took me, you know, 45 minutes. It's the kind of thing I don't actually like doing. It took a certain kind of focus, but it was amazing, the effect. So you were telling me this, and this led us to this epiphany about what it actually takes to relax. And first of all, no one in the history of relaxing has ever relaxed by somebody telling you how to relax. Or to relax. Uh, (laughs) Or to relax, right? So it led us to have this conversation about, well, hold on a second. Our whole partnership, and, and for years and years, we've had this kind of thought about, oh, you and I, the way we need, the conditions we need to relax are, First, we organize, we clean house, and only then can we relax. And what we were talking about this week that we really wanted to share on the podcast was, well, hold on a second. Who's been telling us that? Like, under what system of order does doing all that cleaning up around the house and getting our physical environment ready equal relaxing. Maybe there's something else going on that would actually allow us to relax. And so your epiphany was, wait a second, maybe for me, relaxing is actually getting the thing off my plate that would be the burden hanging over me that would just be there. Like the weight on your shoulders, no matter what else you were doing, you would be thinking to yourself, oh, I have to get that done. And nobody can tell you what that is, by the way. No one would have guessed, like, really? It's the little thank you notes? Yep, that was the burden. That was the pressure. So, Rachel, the crazy thing was when you called me from the train in D.C. and told me about your your thank you note um, extravaganza, your thank you note palooza, I was having the same realization that I had spent that window, probably the same window that you were on the train, right? Like about three hours getting this honking deliverable done for a client, 
that created the same level of shoulders going down and relaxation. And the insight for me was, and I know we've talked about it on this show, I always have some deliverable. It's typically a deliverable, and it, it doesn't matter what it is. It's typically content agnostic. It's like it doesn't matter the client or what it is that I'm doing, a deck, a paper, um, something for the students at Kellogg. It doesn't actually matter what it is. It's that it always takes about three to four hours. And for me, it's the loomingness of that three to four hour time block. But once I spend it getting that thing done, then it's like the feeling of relaxation that takes place after that. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And, you know, Suzanne, for you, and this is an interesting example because for you, time is always the most anxiety-producing factor, right? Yeah. Enough yeah. time, having enough time. So for you, yeah. rather than choosing what thing it is that is always going to help you relax, um, for you, knowing that it's about the time, all you need to do is to create the three- to four-hour block on the calendar, and then the three- to four-hour thing will fill its place, and you'll feel better, right? And I noticed that when we had the same scheduler, and all of a sudden, she was doing the same things on our respective calendars, and all of a sudden, I saw all of these time blocks on my calendar, and it was like, well, that's not, (laughs) I know she's doing that for Suzanne, but that doesn't help me. That's not how I think, but that is how you think. You think in terms of time blocks. And for me, I want it on my calendar, the content thing, the thing, right? That's just really important to know. able to relax, which is, I think, everyone's goal. I mean, this is all of our pursuit to find more ways to wind down is about doing a better job of checking in with ourselves and understanding what is the thing, because we all have a thing. And it's bizarre what the things are, because they're not the typical things. I mean, sometimes people say, oh, watching TV helps me relax. No, no, no. We're talking about the kind of things that doing them helps you relax. But people go, you know, I just like to watch television. That's what helps me relax. Actually, it's not true. If you try to cheat the process that we're talking about now, which is do the thing that actually makes you feel you've earned the relaxation, then what you feel after you've watched that television show is guilty. You feel bad right. and you don't feel relaxed. Right. You got to do the thing before you watch the TV show so that you can relax, right? Sometimes, yeah. So sometimes it's little things like making a list. Just, you know, this oh, is true for oh, lots yeah. of people. Uh, the last thing I do at night from my bed 
is I send, it's really weird because I picture it like a physical thing, but of course it's not because it's on my computer. I, I do, I send an email to myself and the subject of the email is to do. And I send it last thing at night so that first thing in the morning when I go on my computer, there it is. Um, but I picture it going from my bedroom to my study, which, yeah. Sure. Um, but it's a to-do list and I feel incredibly relaxed just knowing like I've got it. I think the big thing here for for everyone is that you can't relax by doing the relaxing thing. You've got to do the thing before you relax that's the whatever it is for for you. So you've got to listen to yourself and ask yourself the real question, which is, so what is the thing that for me will allow me to have my shoulders go down? And it's not the thing that you likely think it is. So going to yoga class may actually not be the thing that is the source of your relaxation. That might be the reward for doing the other thing. So I'm I'm into it. I'm going to be all all about this in 2019. I I, I am because I I'm now. I feel like it's almost like a a maturing. It's part of like my own growth. Where, yeah, the surface level stuff of like getting my house in order is too unconscious for me now. It's like that's that's like too, it's like that's not heavy lifting enough for me. Because I think one of the big mantras that we want to have, Rachel, going into 2019 is this idea that you usually know the answer to the big question that's looming. But too often, you're just not listening to you. And with exactly. all of the voices out there, the one that's the loudest should be your own. Exactly. And so the mantra for the new year for us should be the voice of ourself saying, hey, you heard me. Self. You heard me. Check it out. 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 So for this week's check it out section, I have an amazing website called My Dog Hikes, and it may just be New York, although it should scale to every single city in the world. It they pick up your dog. And they take your dog on a freaking hike, right? They go out into the country and your dog spends no the day way. hiking, hiking. Yes. No way, I'm and on it, it right it, now. I know, and it removes all the guilt you have about, oh my. And it's a great thing to gift people because people Wait, feel bad no about their homebound way. dogs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are yep. they only in New York? I don't know. I found it in New York, but it's just like, oh, this should be a thing. This should be a freaking thing, especially in New York. It's awful because how many dogs get the opportunity to hike? No, and most people, you know, like, you know, the millennials, they don't have, like, their summer homes out. So these dogs never get out. So that's an awesome idea. That's awesome. We'll be back to the big payoff next week.
If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the Acast app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. Stay